Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Med School Minutes podcast, where we discuss what it takes to attend and successfully complete a medical program. This show is brought to you by St. James School of Medicine. Here is your host, Kashik Gua. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Med School Minutes, where we talk about everything MD with a focus on international medical graduates, uh, specifically Caribbean students. Today, we have two more guests. Uh, Aksa and Divya, I'm going to let you uh, ladies introduce yourselves and uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Why don't we start with you, Divya? Hi, um, my name is Divya. Um, I have just recently matched in family medicine. I'm so excited about that. Uh, originally from California, but here in Chicago and happy to celebrate with everyone today. Congratulations. And Aksa? Yeah, so my name is Aksa Chaudhary. I'm a St. James counselor um, on the way out as well. Mm-hmm. Matched. Super excited. Sorry, Kasha, can't stick around too much longer. <laughs> well, we will miss you, that's for sure. I'll miss you guys yeah. as well. So Aksa was our uh, counselor. Um, so this is one of the positions we have. So students who don't necessarily match the first time around for whatever reason, we select them into our program and uh, the counseling program where they teach and train students to go through the match process. Uh, not just the match process, but step ones. And I believe we're expanding that to MD5s. I think that's one of your guys' initiative to push that down to the other other schools. So congratulations on matching. This is a big, big deal. This is the single most important day and the beginning of your professional medical uh, or doctor careers, right? Now, um, we did a whole episode on pre-med jitters. Yes, we with did. With you, and from that day, and that was shot like what? We did that a week ago, a week and a half ago, something like that? Something around there, yeah. And from that to today, what's the change in gears in your emotional makeup? I'm sleeping so much better. <laughs> I can eat, I can sleep, I'm feeling great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And how about you, Divya? Like what, before the match, were you confident? Were you like, you know, I don't know if this is going to work out for me this year? getting prepared for maybe soaps, getting prepared for something else. What was going through your mind before and how are you feeling after? Everything and anything under the sun. It was definitely nerve-wracking. I I was feeling pretty confident. I felt that I had a very strong application and um, my interviews went really well. I felt like I had a really good repertoire with everyone that I spoke to. So I was I was hoping and expecting for good things, but also keeping the soap on the back burner, being prepared for the week. And no matter what happened, I was I was going to be ready for whatever may come my way. Awesome. And if you don't mind my asking, um, how many interviews did you secure? Uh, Four. Four. And how about you, uh, Aksa? I had eight interviews. Okay. And uh, how did the interviews go? Like, after the interviews, did you come on and say, oh, this is the year? Or, or oh, for sure, these guys, I'm totally going to match. What What was this feeling? Or were you like, you know what? I don't know. It went really well. Maybe, maybe now I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But I really want to go at, at you know, place A. Was it, was it like that? Yeah. So, yes and no. Like, after the interviews... Most of them, I felt pretty confident that mm-hmm. I was able to have good rapport with the program director, with the faculty, with the residents. Um, 
But it wasn't until like after my interviews were done, I, I think I mentioned this previously too, after everything was done was when I started thinking like, oh, well, maybe I said something wrong. Maybe I wasn't 100% clear on my answer to some of the questions. But again, like just always hoping for the best and just trying to put my best foot forward and say that I know I'm passionate about family medicine. I want to be at your program. Mm-hmm. Please give me the opportunity and you will not be disappointed. Awesome. And what about you, Divya? Yeah, kind of the similar way. It's it everything felt really casual having conversations with everybody i didn't feel as if um i was under too much pressure i mean there's always a little <laughs> bit know, of pressure of course, yeah. and i don't know if Uxa, if you feel the same way but there's always that one person in all of your interviews that makes you feel a little bit like okay everything else went really well uh, but that one person asked me the really hard question. Right. Yeah. And and that second nagging thought, did I impress him enough for him to say yes mm-hmm. or her to say yes? I completely understand that. And um, as far as the uh, interviews were concerned, when you got those interviews, were you guys satisfied with, oh, okay, you know, eight is satisfactory or four is satisfactory. I need more oh no, I didn't get enough. This is doomsday for me. How, how did that play out? I know this is a whole process. The process begins in June. Yeah. And then it kind of culminates with last couple of interviews, January spilling over. So why don't we start with you, Axel? You, is, did you feel confident that I got X number of interviews, so I'm good? Or is like, oh, I needed that one extra interview to make it work? Um, honestly, like when you're comparing yourself to everybody else out there, like there's a myriad of information through like NRMP, AMC, AMA, they all put out statistics every year. And on average for like a U.S. medical student, they'll get like 20 interviews. Oh. So you're comparing <laughs> yourself to that. And it's like, well, OK, let me have a realistic right. perspective of things. So compared to last year when I only had one interview, eight interviews this year was amazing. It was okay. awesome. And I utilize all my networking opportunities as much as I could. And honestly, I think I feel like if I had any more interviews, I'd be more overwhelmed. Okay. So I think the number that I got, I was comfortable with. I felt comfortable the getting to really know the programs. If there's too many programs, you don't really get the opportunity to thoroughly research mm. them, to like look into the faculty, to be able to come up with good questions to ask them on interview day. So it's for everyone, it's going to be a different number that they're aiming for. But I felt comfortable with what I had. Okay. How about you, Divya? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of statistics and information out there, definitely with the AMC and everything. Um, I think the lingering statistic for myself and my friends was the this one where if you get 10 interviews, you have a 90% chance of matching. So that was always the goal for a lot of my class and a lot of um, the people that I was rotating with. We were like, okay, if we get 10, then pretty likely. So I definitely wanted more, but I'm very happy with the programs that I that I was able to interview with. Everyone was very friendly and I felt like they were appropriate. I mm-hmm. fit really well with the individuals that I spoke to. Oh, fantastic. So so my takeaway from this it seems like is just don't compare yourself to other all the random statistics out there. Yeah. Because to each his own. Um and some interesting things is that, you know, as I know you brought up American medical students. Um I our students don't get, at an average, 20 interviews. I mean, I've been doing this for a while. I think the highest I've seen is 32 that happened last year. Um, but the interviews were so many that the person could had to cancel them because they just couldn't even go to 32 interviews. I think they ended up going to 20-something-odd interviews because that this was pre-COVID, too. So this was not last year, but pre-COVID. Um, 
and they couldn't make it in person to all those interviews. So it didn't really matter that they got that many interviews. And then, in my opinion, one of the most successful doctors I've met, they got just one interview and then they met. So it just seems like it doesn't matter how many interviews you get, but what you do at the interview and how confidently you run it. That's awesome. Um, and I don't know if you guys have been through this, but what advice would you have for someone who doesn't make it this year? I know it's heartbreaking, but, you know, it's, it's, is it the end of the world if you don't match this year? No, absolutely not. I didn't match last year. Okay. And naturally, as I'm sure everyone else feels, you're devastated. It's, mm -hmm. it's a big hit and you don't know what you're going to do, but you just got to pick yourself up, look at your options, um, improve your resume and put yourself back out there for next year. Just make sure you're staying medically active, that you're still somewhere in the field where you're continuing that education because that's the number one question that you're going to be asked yeah. on the following year. And build your confidence. This this takes a big hit if you don't match to your confidence level and you just kind of have to spend the year reassuring yourself that you belong there, that it didn't work out last year for whatever reason. It's a big numbers game, but it's going to work out next year and you're going to make it happen. Okay. And what about you, Aksa? I would 100% agree with Divya's statements there. It's a real shock to you mentally um, and that can manifest physically mm -hmm. as well. You just got to take care of yourself, both again, mentally, physically, and give your give yourself that chance to really recuperate, take a break and be like, okay, I started medicine for a reason. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to help my community. Whatever your reason was mm -hmm. to go into medicine, reflect back on that. And then reach out to your network, like other students or residents at that point that have matched um, people at your school, your right. um, school administration. Like, what? how can they help you out? What resources are available? Uh, maybe you need some mock interviews. Maybe right. they can help you with that. Maybe you need someone to review your personal statement or help review your CV. Because right. ERAS has a very generic way that you enter information. But there are certain tweaks that you can make to help make your application stand out a little bit more. And someone who's gone through that experience can give you those tips and tricks. Okay. So always be reaching out. Okay. And so both of your programs, I'm assuming, are going to start somewhere around end June, early July. Is that right? What plans from now, now that everything's done, to July? What are you what, what are you going to do, Oxford? I'm going to relax. Okay. I'm going to catch up on some much needed sleep. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy the moment for as long <laughs> as I possibly can. Yes. Because I know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good stress coming yes. to me, but I just want to give myself that rest and then jump into it. Right. And what about you, Divya? How are you planning to any travel, anything like that? Possibly to figure out some dates. Okay. Um, I also have to train my replacement for okay. my current place of work. Okay. Um, and then I'm planning on taking a month off before away from work and everything where I can just relax a little bit and kind of do a little review for myself because it's been a little while since I've done full-fledged family medicine information through my mind. So give myself a little relaxation time and then prepare. Right. Go easy on the preparation. You've done enough of that for all these years. Trust me, you're going to be great. Do enjoy it because, you know, I mean, I deal with a lot of first-year residents. And it's going back to, you know, uh, your step one preparation time. It's a lot of work. Like, you know, you have to work a lot. So enjoy the moment. It's going to be all good things are coming your way moving forward. 
Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for being uh, choosing St. James on your journey. That's been fantastic. And I'm, I'm so honored that we in our school could, pretend, uh, could be a part of your success. And, you know, this is what I keep telling everybody that um, beyond your immediate family and friends, no one's rooting harder for you than everybody at St. James School of Medicine. Thank you so much for choosing St. James. Thank you so much for being a part of the St. James family. And as you move along and achieve um, uh, unparalleled success in your careers, please remember that if you see a St. James student along the way, please definitely uh, reach out, help them out, uh, see what they need and see if you can be a pillar of support for them. Thank you again so much. Chris, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into our show. We hope you enjoyed another episode of Med School Minutes. If you like our content, please follow us and receive notification when a new show is posted. This podcast is brought to you by St. James School of Medicine. For a video version of this podcast, please check us out on sjsm.org slash video.